I'll tell you what, man. I'm not going to keep dealing with it. I'm not. I would... (laughs) You know what? I'm not trying to be angry on this podcast, so I'm going to try to keep it lighthearted. This is McCarty. That's my first thing. Uh, And this is the first of all podcast. Normally, I have another host with me. His name is Nate. But right now, he's he who shall not be named. I won't even get into it. Um, but thank you for joining us this week. Oh, joining me this week. We do this every Thursday. Um, it's a podcast about nothing, to be honest. We're here to just entertain you with our lives. Me and Nate do this podcast because it's a chance for us to hang out. And uh, we just talk about nothing, really. Uh, talk about nothing and everything, kind of all at the same time. Uh, I consider it more of a TED Talk than a podcast, but I'll let you decide for yourself if that's true. Um, this is what we call the intro, and it is ending, so I'm going to hop right into the beef, the content. I was So Nate uh, texted me and was like, hey man, let's do the podcast at X time. I have time. Let's do it then. Let's record then. And he does that every week. And about 60% of the time, we actually do it when he says he has time. Um, and then the other 40%, which feels like most of the time, even though it's not, uh, he something comes up like five minutes before we're supposed to do it. And one is because he doesn't have his priorities straight. That's That's first and foremost. He never has, so I'm used to it. Uh, but secondly... Uh, it made me think of like you, you seeing the news, like uh, the Americans are at war with uh, like Iran because we killed one of their top leaders in the country. And they always say something like peace talks have stalled. That's like a common phrase. Peace talks, peace talks have stalled. Peace talks is what, is what it sounded like I said. Uh, and that's what I right now. Peace talks with Nate have stalled. He ha- he who shall not be named, the peace talks have stalled. And so we're not going to address it anymore. Uh, it's just annoying that he's not here to, uh, he doesn't talk or say anything anyway, but it's nice to just have somebody to listen. I mean, I'm talking to myself right now. I'm actually talking to a monitor. Uh, and I'm good at it. I don't, you know, I can talk to myself all day. I'm not tripping about that. But it is nice to have somebody to listen. So I got a text from a good friend of mine from New Jersey, uh, one of the first people I actually met um, when I went to New Jersey the first time when I was interning there. And then he actually was still there when I moved there for work. And he texted me and said he's, he, you know, he still keeps up with the podcast every week, which I appreciate. Uh, my boy Juan. Uh, and he said, I've, I want to hear your take on New Jersey. What do you think about it? So I told him I would bring it up this episode. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's hard. I try to go off the cuff because it's better that way. I mean, I could write, I could write till my fingers fall off about New Jersey because I have a lot of thoughts, but it's better if I just go off the cuff. And I'll tell you this, when I first got to New Jersey, like when I was an adult, when I had my real job there, uh, the, uh, the, the rent numbers to live there is like, I can't even count that high. I had to, I had to learn how to count as high as the rent is there because I had never experienced numbers that high. And secondly, the only option to eat there is pizza. 
they might disguise it as like other things. Like you might go to like a hoagie place in Princeton. They got this really good uh, hoagie place called Hoagie Haven. It's like you think you're getting a sandwich, but really you're getting a pizza with a sandwich on top of it. Everything has pizza. And it all tastes the same. All of it. If it's not Little Caesars, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut, it's the same pizza. Like, the you know, it always ends in I.O., like Sergio's, Italiano's, pizza. Always. And they all taste the same. Everybody in New Jersey has their favorite pizza place, but it's really just the one they feel most comfortable in. Because I'll tell you now, the pizza all tastes the same. Now, that's not to say it's not delicious. It is. It definitely is. I'm not taking that away, but it is all tastes the same. So for anybody that says in New Jersey, they got one favorite pizza place over another. And when I say pizza place, I'm basically talking about all the restaurants because that's the only thing there. And to think that you might have a favorite is wrong because they, it all tastes the same. The other thing about New Jersey is the bridges are too narrow. All of them. I mean, there's a bridge that crosses from Pennsylvania into central New Jersey and you have to get out of your car and walk. It's so narrow. You just leave your car on the other side and get in another one. It's like a pay it forward kind of thing like they do with umbrellas. If you ever seen like in, in big cities, like no one actually has an umbrella. So they just, you just go into a building, you grab an umbrella that's sitting there. And you, you know, you go out in the rain and wherever you're going, you leave the umbrella there for the next person. Like no one owns them. They're just the world's umbrellas. That's what the that's what your car's like in New Jersey. You just get out and you leave it, and then somebody else that needs that car going the other direction, they just get in it, turn around, and go, because all the bridges are too narrow. For some reason, they created them with not enough lane space. One time, they shut down this bridge that you cross over this canal to get into downtown Princeton, and they shut that down, and the stock market crashed immediately. It's all linked together. The bridges are so narrow, but they're so necessary because there's only like one or two of them. And the stock market crashed immediately. That's the way it goes. The, the stock market crashed faster than any cars did because people are just so used to it. They just, they just get out of their car and walk. They have a nice train system. People hate on the New Jersey transit train system, but I thought it was great. Mostly because I'm from a place that doesn't have trains. So to see them and actually be able to use them were great. And people would always be like, New Jersey Transit sucks. There's always delays. They're always broken down. It costs too much. I was like, yeah, but that's because you're expecting it to fill a void that it's not built for. They wanted New Jersey Transit to be Uber, and it's just simply not Uber. It's not. Like, they wanted it to drop you off at, th at your doorstep, and it doesn't do that. So the moral of that story is New Jersey New, New Jersey people are just ignorant to reality. I mean, that's most of the world, I would say. But New Jersey people struggle a lot with like convenience. Everything needs to be convenient, even though like things aren't built for it. One of my favorite things about New Jersey was uh, Chinese takeout. Again, you think you're getting Chinese takeout, but it comes on a pizza. Because that, that's the only thing they have. But th this Chinese... I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, nah. I was going to say Sidewalk. But that was in Indianapolis. 
Side at W-O-K, Sidewalk Cafe is what it was called, which is a brilliant name. I don't remember what the one in New Jersey was called, but it was really good. And it was really close to my apartment, which is a dangerous thing. Um, I actually loved New Jersey by the time I left. Um, I had built a really strong community there. Um, I helped plant a church there, which was like really, really impactful for my life and met some lifelong friends doing that. I found the only cool people in New Jersey, and ironically, none of them were from there, which tells you really all you need to know. So there was like, I had a group of like, let's say 20, like really close friends from church, which seems like a, that seems braggy, but they were all really close. We were all really close. It's like, none of us were actually from there. We were all there for like work or school, or we were just there temporarily. So that tells you all you need to know really about New Jersey. There's a lot of transient people, but the people that are from there have like grown up eating pizza only and everything in New Jersey is like pretty close. So they haven't like experienced a lot of, you know, things outside of it. But I do like the, everything there is old and I normally wouldn't be a big fan of that, but uh, the furniture and like the architecture is awesome because it's so old. Like I'm a big fan of that stuff, that style architecture and, um, just like very vintage and antique stuff. So I'm cool with that part about New Jersey, but I mean, I just, when I got out of New Jersey, dude, of course I had to walk because the bridges are too narrow, but when I got in a different car to get out, boy, I floored it. I oh, mean, I went zero to 60 in about one second to get away from there. I was excited. Um, I still have friends there, so I'll go back and visit, but, and I did love it at the end, not because of what New Jersey had to offer, but because of the community that I built. So, uh, if you're looking for pizza exclusively, New Jersey's your place, or if you're looking for people that don't really understand reality, New Jersey is for you. Uh, but there's some good people there. Just, you just got to find the people that aren't from there and you'll be okay. Uh, so Juan, hope that, hope that was okay with you. Juan's actually from there, so <laughs> I got to be careful what I say. Uh, and he was a good one. He's one of the few good ones, you know. He's a good guy. But they're rare there, I must say. I'm doing this new thing uh, with <laughs> people that call me, mostly people that I'm actually close with, but sometimes not, uh, uh, where I'll like have a full conversation with them, and then I'll have to go, or they'll have to go, and we say bye and normally when you say bye, you just like immediately hang up. But now I started doing this thing where I say bye and then I don't hang up. And some of, some of the other people on the other end of the line, they expect you to be the one to actually press the end button to end the call. So they kind of just like leave the, maybe they're, they're on speaker and they're like walking around or they're in their car and they, they didn't actually touch the end button. So I just leave it and just listen and see what happens. Because people would like won't ever press the end button and they just like go on with their lives. And it's hilarious. You'll hear people like start singing or they like drop something and yell about it. It's, it's like actually funny. Uh, and also like mad awkward. Like once they realize it, that's that's usually what happens is like for like 15 seconds, you just sit there in silence and then they realize the call hasn't ended and then they end it. And it's just like we telepathically you can you can feel them sensing that that was the most awkward experience I've ever had. So I highly recommend it. 
Next time you're on a call, just say bye and then don't hang up and see what happens. Don't say anything. Just listen. Because that's the best part, just listening to what people's lives are outside of phone calls. That's my new thing. Uh, the Justin Bieber documentary came out. Uh, it's on YouTube, actually, which is like a different place to put a docuseries. And they're like 10-minute episodes, like 10-minute YouTube videos. But you have to pay for them. I think you can watch the first two for free. And then you have to start paying, bro. And it's it's actually amazing to me. One, it's a money grab because they know people are going to pay for it. I'd rather just watch ads. I'd watch five minutes of ads just so I didn't have to pay. And that's sort of the point is like, it's funny how I'm different. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm not, but I think I'm different than the rest of the world that I just will not pay for stuff that I think is supposed to be free. If it's any extra cost, I'm not about it. And it's like, maybe, I don't even know, but it's probably like $2. Like I can afford $2, but I just don't like that they're asking me to pay, so I'm not going to do it. And I genuinely want to watch the rest of the docuseries. I do. I watched the first two episodes. It was really good. It's about him, like what his life has been like the past like two or three years because he's kind of been radio silent. And I do want to know. I think he's intriguing. I, I think I'd be a good friend to him, to be honest. But... I just can't make myself pay extra for the documentary. And I would. I would watch a whole doc, a documentary episode if it was full of ads. If it was just 10 minutes of ads. So I could watch the rest of them. I promise you I would do it. But I just don't want to pay the 2 to $5 extra to watch it. I just don't. I know I complain about ads a lot. But I would so much rather watch ads if that makes it free for me. Anything is better that's free for me. That's a fact. And I, I I think I'm just now realizing it, but even like Amazon movies, people are like, let's watch a movie. What are we going to watch? And I'm like, well, you better find something free because if we got to pay, I'm not interested. I'd rather just sit here in silence. I'll sit in silence if it's free. But if you got to pay, I'm, I'm, I'm second, third, fourth, fifth guessing if we should do it or not. No matter how much it is. And that's ironic because remember back in the day when you wanted to listen to music, you had to go on iTunes and you had to pay 99 cents per song. Dude, iTunes made a killing. Oh my gosh. Just think about it, dude. I mean, if you got smart, you'd like pull your money together. I remember me and my friend did that when we were in like eighth grade where like we would split the songs it was like on his account, but we I hung out at his house so much that we would like split the cost of the songs and then hook both of our iPods up to his computer. So we were getting the same one. So that was like a good way to get around. I think you could have like five iPads or five devices linked to one iTunes account. So that's what we would do. But we had like 500 songs. So... That's $500 over the course of like a couple of years that like eighth graders were spending on these songs. And you used to get people iTunes gift cards for like Christmas and that was the best thing ever. Can you imagine how much money iTunes was making? And now we have Spotify. You pay $5 a month. You get unlimited songs. So I don't know how Spotify did that. But, jeez, they made so much money. I'm just thinking about it. I can't believe we used to do that. Or like pay for apps on your phone. Originally, they were they were like a dollar each, 
I don't I don't think I've ever paid for an app because I'm that cheap. But used to, if you wanted like the good ones, you had to pay. It was like a dollar. And now I don't know any apps that aren't free. If, the, if you had to pay, then it's like got to be something special. It's got to be some sort of like investment or something. You like get stock options if you pay for it. So <laughs> this is a good idea. I'm prefacing this next thing. The, this transition is a good idea. I was talking to my sister. My older sister, as you know, just had her first baby. So our first, my parents' first grandchild, mine and my younger sister's first niece. And we're going to Disney World in late uh, late June, early July. And what's interesting is that, okay, so the baby is going, clearly. And she can't do anything. I don't really know why we show, like, they couldn't wait to send her to Disney World to remember nothing. It makes no sense. The baby will not even be six months old. Ah, they will, she'll be six months old. And I'm pretty sure by six months, they're like just now getting their eyesight. And they can't even comprehend anything. So, and my, like, my sister's already gotten Mickey Mouse ears. For what? We're not even going for six months. Not even going to fit her head anymore. Okay, regardless... The baby has to ride in a car seat when you're in the car, okay? So they have to go, they have to get the car seat checked at the airport, fly it to Disney World, and then, you know, we have to rent a car when we get there. On top of that, they have to drive their car to the airport and then pay to leave it there for a week. And I was like, Uber or Lyft should come out with Uber Baby, an Uber Baby ride, where it's Ubers that have car seats in them. And you can order that car so that you don't have to like pay for, you could get the ride to the airport and not have to pay to leave your car there and then pay the Uber back. And then in, like me and my younger sister, when we get to Disney World, we're just going to Uber everywhere. It's cheaper to do that anyway. Like, I can't, I'm 24 right now, I can't even afford to get, or I'm not even allowed to get a, a rental car. I mean, I will be 25 at the time, but they're also, like, expensive. It's way cheaper to Uber. And they can't Uber because you have to have a car seat every time. So I'm like, I, I guarantee you there is enough people with small children that would pay decent money to Uber with their baby. And, like, how cost effective would it be for ubers to have that like you could you could be an uber baby driver and also a regular uber driver because it only takes up one seat you know or you just put it in your trunk when it's not being used i think it's genius i would do it if i was an uber driver i would do it i bet you would get hella tips too because you have that luxury and just make it like a little bit more expensive. People would do it. I promise you they would do it. My, my sister would do it if it was an option. I low-key think you could just carry your uh, um, car seat with you. Just order a regular Uber and then hook it up in the car. I feel like that would be more cost-effective than renting a car. 
We're renting a seven-passenger van. I haven't rented a van in years. I didn't even know they made vans anymore, to be honest. I thought van, they like discontinued all vans. You just get, the only vans are like Sprinter vans, like that Ford makes. So some, y'all tell me that's not a genius idea. And it's original. Never heard anybody talk about that. Uh, I saw a commercial for the Masked Singer. I don't get that show. I've never watched it. I probably won't ever. I know T-Pain won it the first time. And then uh, Wayne... Wayne something. The guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway? The black guy. Wayne something. I don't remember his name, but... Or his last name. But he won the second one. And good for them. Like, those people are professional entertainers, so I believe that they were great at it. I didn't watch any of it. Uh, But the thing about it is... It's not mask. They try to say it's the mask singer. No, it's not. It's a full costume is what it is. It's the Halloween costume singer. They're the most intricate costumes of all time. If it was the mask singer, I might actually have a shot at guessing who it is. The fact that it's a full alter ego costume, that's not masked. They need to call it something different. And what it is, is a full play. It's a full like theater performance because they're in a totally different costume. There's no way you can even tell who it is. I, mean, I understand that's the kind of the point of the show, but it's just, it's triggering to me that they, they, it, they call it the mask thing. No, a mask is what you wear to a masquerade. Like a little, they're on a stick, you know, and it's basically just covers up your eyes. Like the little Incredibles mask. That is a mask. Or like a, uh, like if you're an umpire, a face mask that you might wear. That's a mask. What they got on? That like they're filming the Transformers movie all over again. They all look like they're in Transformer costume. Or like some weird spinoff of a Halloween movie. They're like fully decked out. So they have to. They have to rename that show or just acknowledge the fact that it's not a mask. They're full costumes. So also on TV, I was, I think I was watching, yeah, I was watching the Grizzlies uh, Mavericks game yesterday. And if you've ever been to an NBA game, they always have a halftime, not always. They, a lot of times have a halftime performance that they pay for. They're like traveling halftime acts. So that's like a job. A lot of people from like America's Got Talent become halftime shows. So it's like random stuff. The The most popular one is Red Panda. She rides like a 10-foot unicycle and she uh, puts bowls on one of her fi- feet and then she kicks the bowls into the air and she catches them on her head. And that sounds crazy or it sounds like a weird... It sounds like a weird like trick shot challenge, but that's for real. That's all she does. She just goes to four corners of the court and does that over and over. It's very simple, but it's very intriguing. And she, that's her whole career is doing that. There's other like magicians do it. There's like trampoline acts. There's dog like throwing a Frisbee and a dog catches it. It's like random niche stuff. And there are thousands of dollars. I know because I've worked in that area and still do it's like five grand to get one of these halftime shows 
And the one that was at the Dallas uh, Grizzlies game on League Pass, you get to watch it the halftime. And uh, it was cats. So the same concept as like dogs doing tricks, which is common. You see dogs doing tricks a lot, like catching a frisbee or like walking on their hind legs or maybe balancing on something or jumping really high. Dogs can do a lot of like crazy athletic stuff and it's fun to watch. But you never see cats doing it. So this halftime show was two old women that 100% look like they were put on this earth to own cats. Like, of course, it's not like a normal, like 25 year old, you know, good looking dude that has these cats. Of course, they're like 50 plus with like the weirdest haircuts and dark hair and they wear all black. Of course, that's what they look like. And the halftime show was supposed to be cats doing like similar stuff. Not to the scale, because they're like smaller and not as strong and athletic, but they're supposed to do that thing. Okay, you know why you don't see that often or ever? Because they didn't do it. The cats didn't do the stuff that they were supposed to do. One of the tricks was them like walking on their hind legs, like up on their hind legs, and then they would like jump these things. The, the women, the creepy women, couldn't get them to do it. They wouldn't listen. Or they like froze up or something. I don't know. But I don't know how much they paid that halftime show, but they got ripped off because the cats never did the actual tricks. And if they did it all, it was like a delay. It was like 30 seconds of them trying to entice them to do whatever the trick was. One of them was supposed to like walk on a ladder. Like it was like flat. I guess it was more like monkey bars. And like you were supposed to just like walk across it. I'm like, first of all, it's not even impressive. It's just, you know, don't miss. That's it. And they probably do more intricate stuff than that if you were to just put them in an apartment with no furniture. And it took them forever to get them to do it. They like, they, could, they couldn't catch anything. The last one was this one, the, they had three different cats. One, the one cat, the only trick that they had was they put this platform on top of a pole. It was probably like 15 feet high. And then they put the cat on there and then the cat was supposed to jump down and they catch it in a pillow. I was like, cats are literally made to do that. They, there's, everybody knows cats always land on their feet and they can jump from like ungodly heights and just be fine. And this, and the woman was catching him in a pillow and it took him like 15 seconds to fall off. And the woman was like basically tipping the pole, trying to shake him off him or her, the cat. I don't know if it's a him or her. And then they finally did it and she just caught him. I was like, that was a trick. That happens when you have a refrigerator in your house. They just jump up there and jump down. It's the same thing. The most unimpressive halftime show I've ever seen. And cats suck. Like, they just do. They suck at everything. I, I'm, not the, I'm not opposed to cats. I'm not. I think they're very, like, fluffy and cuddly sometimes. I mean, the 2% of cats that are cool are really cool. But the 98% of all the rest of the cats just suck. They just exist. And they just live in your house and get fur everywhere. And they can't do anything. Nate has two cats. I mean, his cats are like moderately cool, but mostly not cool. And there's no point to them being there at all. They just suck money out of your life because you have to feed them and clean the litter box. 
It's like the whole point you don't see cats doing halftime shows is because they can't do it. They literally can't do it. So if you're a cat owner, you know I'm right. You're not going to say it. Cat owners like the most delirious and delusional owners ever that try to like sell the world on owning a cat is like actually fun. No, it's not. You know it and I know it. There's literally no point to owning a cat other than if you just want to look at something that hates you or that is never going to actually care about you. The dog that lives in my apartment loves me, loves me. Its life would be shattered if I went away. It would be shattered for like a week and then it would fall in love with somebody else and that's fine. But right now, it loves everything about me. If we had a cat, I wouldn't even know where it is. There's a lot of places to hide in my apartment. It would find them. And I probably wouldn't even see it for weeks at a time. I would just fill its bowl and it would eat and I would never even see it. And it most definitely couldn't walk across monkey bars or do hurdles like they were trying to do at this halftime show. It's embarrassing. So if you ever have the chance to hire some sort of entertainment, stay as far away from, pay the cat people, pay them to stay away from you. Matter of fact, and I, I, again, of course, it's 50 plus women that looks like they came straight from a horror movie set. Of course, that's what they look like. Because that's the only type of people that would think that training cats or, or not training them to do these tricks is a good idea. That's the only people. Um, I think we're going to wrap up I'm about at the 30 minute mark. We try to keep it, try to keep it, you know, around this time. Um, and again, I know it was just McCarty just talking just nonstop, man, for 30 minutes. I hate that for you, but we try to remain consistent and put something out every week. So this is what you got. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. Uh, again, the first of all podcast, we have a Facebook page. Uh, if you just search first of all podcast or search my name McCarty you'll find it uh, it's the best way to stay in touch with our community and to, to find uh, every week's episode uh, like and share that if you would uh, and also you can support the podcast if you uh, just like us and want to want us to keep doing this there's ways that you can do that as well so uh, we appreciate you guys just tuning in every week that's, that's why we do it uh, so we will see you guys again next Thursday y'all have a good week <laughs>